0: Here we are back on 18, a Minnesota Twins baseball podcast. Uh, I'm recording this on the night during the game of the AFL championship where we have Austin Martin going in uh, into battle tonight um, against I'm not sure who, but I'll probably figure that out later. <laughs> uh, we won't talk about that today, though. Uh, of course, I'm your host, Joe. Uh, happy to uh, provide you with some uh, Twins podcast today. Um... So, uh, do not forget to follow us on Twitter, on Twitter, at 18TwinsPodcast. Okay, so we got all that out of the way. Uh, today we are going to discuss the curious case of Kenta Maeda. So, uh, you know, Kenta, of course he had, uh, he's had an interesting past couple years. But, why don't we just discuss it? Anyways. So, um, Kenta Maeda came over in the trade, uh, he was packaged in the Mookie Betts trade actually, uh, where the Twins sent Broussard Gratterall to the Dodgers, I'm not sure why they had to be in that trade or what that meant, uh, but he was in that trade, and, uh, so, he was originally a reliever for the Dodgers, uh, he wanted to start and the Twins allowed him to start, and, um. He he took off. He took off with the twins. Uh he had a great he had a pretty good first season and a great second season in twenty twenty one, albeit it was a short season. But it was still a great season for Kentamaida. Uh he finished second in Cy Young, of course, as we all know. Um he was, you know, I'm not sure what was weird about him, but he was just a good pitcher. We had a we had him have a, a no hitter going into the ninth inning. Uh it was like eight and a third, no hitter in uh, twenty twenty. Uh, we were up 3-0, and then we ended up walking it off. because Taylor, just <laughs> blew the lead. Uh, Kenta didn't even get the win. But, uh, we've gotten a lot out of him. I think that trade with Bruce Gadderall, uh, I think that was a good trade with the Dodgers. Uh, that was the one that sent Mookie Betts to the Dodgers. Um, yeah, I'm not sure why we were packaging that or not. But either way, we got Kenta head out of it. Uh, so, Kenta, Kenta, Kenta. So, uh fast forward to 2021 he had a moderate 2021 uh definitely uh, he was a good pitcher for the twins for sure uh but he was injured i'd say halfway through the season about uh and we found out he needed tommy john surgery so he got tommy john surgery and missed all of 2022 and uh you know the rotation kind of went by without him and so uh the twins developed without him and so we uh we don't really know what happened with uh we don't really know what to do with him and uh, or where he fits on the team or whatever. And so, uh, I'm here to discuss that. Uh, yeah. So, um, anyways, in my last episode, I s- predicted the opening day Twins roster. Uh, go check that one out if you haven't seen it. Um, but in that prediction, I had Kenta Maeda in the bullpen along with Bailey Ober. Um, so Kenta, I feel like he would be a good bullpen pitcher, um, especially like a long, a longer, uh, bullpen, uh, f- for like shorter starts to, uh, to piggyback or stuff like that. Um, he, that's kind of what he did with the Dodgers before he was traded to the Twins. Uh, he had a, um, he was pretty good, uh, in that role for the Dodgers, uh, good enough for the Twins to want him. Um, so I feel like uh, I feel like I feel like he could go back to that role. I'm not sure if he wants to, but he definitely he definitely could if he wanted or if the twins feel like it. And I feel like that'd be a good spot for him. Uh, you know, I feel like him and Ober in the bullpen would definitely bring some more depth. Last year, Rocco was always complaining about not having enough bullpen to work with. Uh, everyone's tired. These two within the bullpen they could really help. Uh, Keep some, keep, keep the arms fresh. Keep the good arms when we want them. And I think Kento would definitely be an elite force in the bullpen. I'm not saying using him as a closer, but maybe like a two or three innings kind of guy, uh, just to kind of like hold things down for Duran or Lopez or, yeah. (laughs) anyways, so let's take a look back at Kento Maeda's 2021 stats. 74th percentile average exit Velo, so he was pretty good, uh, Expected batting average, fifty ninth percentile. K percentage, sixty percentile. Chase rate, eighty ninth percentile. So, as we know with Kenta, he has that dis- those disgusting off speed pitches. Um, you know, that's uh, he 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 lives off of his off speed. Uh, he has low fastball velocity only in the sixteenth percentile, and his extension isn't that far. So, uh, he kind of feasts off the off speed and feasts off the aggressiveness of the hitters um so let's look at uh, some of his splits actually um versus uh where is it here where's the righty lefties um sorry i didn't have this pulled up before um anyways uh so or lefties righties here we go um he had equal games against them in 2021 uh well i mean i guess he did because he faced both of them but he had almost exactly the same innings 53 and 53 and one-thirds um so uh he's pretty even on his splits almost uh almost uh, insanely even uh home runs eight hits home runs are both eight uh hits 54 against lefties 52 against righties uh whip 134 against lefties, 126 against righties, strikeouts 57 against lefties, 56 against righties. He would, I mean, that's what also benefits Kenta is he's not, he's not the type of pitcher who, uh, then he's not the type of pitcher that, um, like he's not the one that like can't face lefties or can't face righties or can't face the opposite side or some weird ones that can't face the same side. Um, he's good at facing both as those s- splits show. Um, so I think that will definitely help in his bullpen value. Uh, people are always looking for, uh, splits like that, that, so he's evenly as efficient against one, uh, or against both so that you don't have to have, uh, you know, like, have to have the perfect opportunity. Uh, unlike Taylor Rogers, who is just a one man show who, uh, can only get, uh, lefties out. He's not good against righties that much. Um, so, Kenta Maeda does not have any of that. Um, so, this is actually interesting. So, Kenta Maeda is ERA in the first inning in 2021. 2.14. Very good. Second inning, 6.86. Third, 5.14. Fourth, 0.45. Fifth, 9.77. So, um, this is why I think... It would be a good idea for Kenta specifically to move to the bullpen. Is look at that fifth inning. Uh, most starters would want to get fifth, but fifth inning he's averaging 9.77 ERA. Uh, so he's averaging a run every single fifth inning he throws. Uh, yeah, that's not that's not what you're looking for. And if you're a bullpen, you're probably not going to get to the fifth inning. So that's why I think it'll definitely it'll definitely help him to improve uh, to improve his uh, metrics and uh you know everything i guess for uh kenta because of how he'll be able to um avoid going through and facing and getting that tired and that's why i think he's uh, he'd be so good in the bullpen and so effective is because of that 9.77 ERA uh in the 5th inning uh most like th- there's no way he's going to put f- have more than 4 innings most likely uh ever most likely, he's probably gonna have two or three. Uh, he's never gonna have four. Uh, definitely not five. <laughs> uh, watch that happen. Have have a bullpen pitcher pitch five innings. That's that's not gonna happen. Oh jeez. I'm out of breath. Um, anyways, so, uh, Kenta Maeda, Another thing that would be a factor in his relief appearance. Um, Maybe not so much as he is, but if they were to use him as a closer, I don't think they would, but let's just look at it anyways. Uh, uh, Base runner splits. With the uh, bases loaded, he actually has a 0.86 whip, which is very good. Um, That just shows, he's never given up a grand slam. That that just shows how good he is um, at clutch situations. He's also given up 10 home runs with the bases empty only one two yeah only about like five or six uh with a runner on base i guess that but either way he limits home runs pretty well um he's definitely he he'd definitely be able to limit those more if he was moved to the bullpen and maybe get a little extra velo on that uh fastball of his and a little extra on his uh slider i'm not sure if twink's the right word but um anyways so with a runner in scoring position he also has a 1.71 whip which for what running in scoring position that's pretty good um so he's pretty effective with runnings on runners on base av- as we've seen um you know kenta Maeda in 20 it's interesting in 2021 he had an interesting uh an interesting way because in April he had a 6.7 or 6.17 ERA. Uh, he was kind of bad until he had a really, really good July um, where he had a 2.15. So uh, I'm not sure what is here. Where are they? In 2021, he had a 4.66 ERA. Uh, I definitely think he's better than that. I definitely think he could be better than that, especially if he uh, moves to the bullpen. Um, I think Kenta could definitely do some, uh, dirty work down there in the bullpen, um, yeah, so, Kenta, over his career, um, so, he's actually been with the Dodgers, uh, he was always, uh, higher threes to, uh, lower fours in the ERA department, um, yeah, and then he had a really good season in 2020 with the Twins. Uh but in 2016 with the Dodgers, 3.48. Uh he actually had 16 wins, which was top 5 in the uh, AL. Or I mean NL, I guess. Uh, uh he had in 2017, 4.22 ERA, uh, 2018, er, 3.81, 2019, 4.04, uh 2020 with the Twins, 2.70, uh and 2021, 4.66 of course. Um. So, you know, I think he could definitely, definitely get a lot better if he moved to the bullpen, simply because of how, uh, how he, how he uh, how he's, how his, uh, 9.77 era in the, uh, fifth inning, if we minus that out, he's probably got a, w- a lot better, than, a lot better than that. Um, you know, but that's Kenta for it. Kenta, he's... I feel like he's so hard to predict. Uh, Let's look back at his 2020, actually. This was... I feel like... I'm not sure what would be the best example of Kenta. That's why I think we don't exactly want him as a starter, just because we're not sure where we're going to get... I feel like we have better rotation options than him, for sure. Um, So, let's look at... uh, In 2020... Of course, he had a 2.7 ERA. Um, But in splits... he So... Uh, lefty versus righty he's always been about the same although lefties he struggled a lot more in his great uh in his great 2020 season which is interesting considering he was a lot better in that so uh i don't know that's interesting for sure um let's see how we did in the uh later innings uh so 2.45 2.45 ERA in the in the 5th inning. Compare that to the 9.77 ERA. That's why I think he went down a lot more in 2020 uh or in 2021 than 2020 just because of uh just because of that. Uh so I think I think he'd be a great option for the bullpen for sure. I think he would definitely add some more depth definitely uh in the bullpen. But now we're going to switch gears to the other uh the other uh person starter i want to move to the bullpen which would be bailey over uh let's get him pulled up here uh bailey he came up with the twins in the horde at middle to end of horde 2021 um he's six foot nine gets great extension people say he has extra ride on his fastball uh, especially if he started throwing that harder, I think that would help him in the bullpen. But um, the thing that would drastically help him in the bullpen is, or I mean, not having to get those extra innings in. Um, if we, here, what were his? Uh, in 2022, he had a 3.21 ERA through 11 games I did not realize he started that much but he yeah, had 11 games in 2022 3.21 ERA that's pretty solid uh I feel like I'm a little bit slower to put Ober into this uh reliever category than gata just because Ober I feel like he has a lot more potential as a starter I don't want to ruin that from him uh you know I don't want to take that away like we did with Duran. Um, I think he's definitely got starter capabilities if he can work on that, um, work on his, uh, later in it, like working on getting depth and stuff like that. Um, I definitely think we could see a lot more from him. Uh, for example, in 2022, in the, in every other inning, well, he actually had his highest ERA in the third inning, which was interesting. But he's pretty solid in every inning other than the third inning. And the fifth inning, which, of course, is uh is what he's known for, is struggling late. Uh, they always pull him early just because of, uh, if you look at his analytics in the fifth inning. Uh, I know analytics are in everything, but every single time I feel like he, every single time he's pulled, or not, or not pulled, every single time he's let in, I feel like he gives up runs. Uh, so, that's, that's what I think, uh, I think would help him a lot if he, uh, if he didn't, uh, have that problem with the, with, like, giving up runs later, I think he could definitely be a better starter. Uh, I think he's definitely on pace to be a better starter, that's why I don't want to throw him in the bullpen Necessarily, but we've got other upcoming people who are definitely starters like Wood Richardson and Varland or not moving them to the bullpen, so that's why I feel like it would be nice to have it over in the bullpen, especially because of um especially because how uh, how how it would help add depth to the bullpen in case somebody uh wasn't able to do a good start like start deep into the game or something like that. I think it would definitely help to have an Ober or Maeda, similar to, kind of similar to how we use Griffin Jacks, but not exactly. Uh, just because, uh, just because of how, uh, how we, how he could definitely add the depth, more depth than Griffin Jacks. Griffin Jacks, we could also move then to be a higher situation than, uh, than he was before. But, you know, that's why I think this could definitely help. The Twins bullpen. Uh, I think this is why a bullpen could be a strong suit because of how much depth they have in the rotation. They're able to move some people back into the bullpen. Uh, I think, I think that's. I think that would be key to the Twins having a 2022 season. It's having a good deep bullpen because that is not what we had last year. We had some, you know, big flashy uh, end of the game. Lopez, Duran, uh, Theobar kind of not not as flashy, but you know. Um, but either way, we didn't have the depth. We didn't have the ability to throw three innings if we needed them. Uh, so that's why I think it would be so so nice to add Ober or Maeda to the bullpen just to get that extra depth. Uh, I feel like we haven't seen it that much in the MLB, but I feel like we've started to see it more and more. Uh, Especially the playoffs are a good example showing how they still have time with depth because they use their four and five starter uh, for the for the uh, in the rotation move them to the bullpen uh the twins are blessed with a very deep rotation coming into 2023 uh and i feel like this is the way to use it because that's how they use it in the playoffs this would definitely be a way to use the bullpen to use the rotation Uh, i've heard some things about piggybacking and I'm not necessarily opposed. I would just prefer to have him as an option, whenever you know. Maybe we, maybe one time we have, we have him just get through with two pitchers where Ryan goes six innings and over goes three. That would be great, you know. Um, it wouldn't necessarily have to be a set piggyback, but just whenever you feel like it. Maybe we even tell him before the game, hey, just so you know, you're coming in here. Um, just I, I know I'm not I. Uh, I haven't really talked about this, but I'm not in for like just following the game plan. Maybe feel how the game goes when it's going. But I feel like this would be a good opportunity, unless something goes wrong. Say, tell Ober or tell Maeda. Uh, most likely, uh, with Sonny Gray starting today, uh, if if he goes six, if if he goes five or six, you're gonna finish the rest of the game. Uh, unless otherwise you're definitely gonna go three or four innings today just telling them that before um, I don't think we should use an opener, uh, definitely not at all. Uh, I feel like I feel like it throws off the rhythm a little bit. Uh, I feel like it doesn't look very pretty in this in the stats, but I also feel like it throws off the rhythm of the team throws off the rhythm of the pitching staff. Uh, yes, the Rays have used it and it's kind of worked but, I don't know. I feel like there isn't so much proof and so much sample size, and I feel like there's a the reason teams have shied away is because, well, I mean, it's not it's not ineffective, but it's also not super effective. Uh, so yeah, I I also think adding Maeda and Over uh, to the bullpen would also limit the amount of bullpen games we'd have to throw. Um, well, I mean, we could throw more bullpen games, I guess. Uh, we wouldn't we wouldn't have to. Um, Worry about the bullpen being rested. That's what I mainly want to get out with my Aiden over in the bullpen is that we wouldn't have to have the bullpen, uh, the bullpen be as a or we could have it be more rested than it was last year, where everyone was always complaining, oh the bullpen's not rested at all because it wasn't rested at all because the starters were going four or five innings every single time and we had to find four or five guys every single game. Uh, yeah, that's not gonna have to happen next year if we have over and my ada in the bullpen Uh, i think that's gonna wrap it up today sorry it was a little bit of a weird episode uh i have a bit of a headache so it's kind of hard to talk uh it hurts a little bit but uh you know uh we pushed through we've made it through together and uh, be sure to follow us on twitter of course at 18 twins podcast and uh give us a rating on apple Podcasts or spotify or wherever you get your podcast uh, be sure to give us a good rating if you enjoyed this episode uh i'm your host joe thanks for listening and i'll see you in the next episode bye